Assalamualaikum everyone. Uh, welcome to another session of our Tadabur where we ponder and discuss our thoughts and share our reflections of the chosen ayat. Like uh, how do we live by this ayat? What are our takeaways from it? Um, how can we uh, improve our lives uh, through reflection of uh, all the ayats that we have um, highlighted? So just a disclaimer, we are not trained and qualified azatizas. Uh, we don't do our own tafsir. We watch videos uh, from Numan Ali Khan or those from Al-Qudwa uh, Academy or from uh, basically whatever that we find in relation to the ayat. Uh, we'll watch it and then after that we'll make our own reflections from it. So uh, today Rafida will be uh, sharing with us about patience and reward. She's uh, focusing on ayat in Surah Al-Baqarah 153, 145 to 156. So okay Rafida, take it away. Yes, thank you, Farah. Uh, so today, like uh, what Farah mentioned, I would like to focus on the subject of patience uh, and its rewards. Actually, sabar or patience has been mentioned many times in the Al-Quran. Uh, mentioned earlier, I would like to focus on three ayat in Surah, surah Al-Baqarah uh, and the lessons that are picked up from the Tafsir videos that I watch related to the three ayat. So the first ayat, uh, 153, which goes, Oh, you have believed, seek help through patience and prayer. Indeed, Allah is with the patient. So in this ayat, Allah mentioned astainu, which is a type of help we seek, but we also take the initiative to rectify the situation. The, the type of help that uh, we need to take initiative first in order for Allah to help us. So I think I think to put it simply, it's like baruz her to fix the problem and then receive the guidance from Allah. So maybe, for example, uh, my 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 car's tire went flat uh, as I was driving along PIE. Uh, so instead of just sitting in the car and waiting for help, I tried to fix uh, a new tire by myself. And then a fellow motorist stops and help. In that manner, I was actually proactive in fixing the problem while also seeking Allah for help, which come in the form of uh, the motorist lah, to help me fix the tire. You know, in the in the videos, uh, I also understand that you know, in order for Allah to help, we need to have patience uh, and start performing our prayers because salah is not just a ritual; uh, it is also a purification of our minds uh, and hearts. So, when we stand in prayer, we are reminded of all the powers with Him, and that takes away the burdens from us. Uh, so, when we feel weak, salah gives us spiritual strength to face the world uh, and makes us feel rejuvenated. So I think in the ayat, if you if you if you refer to the ayat, you will see that uh, it ended with a sobirin, uh, which is the patient. Uh, so sobirin here refers to a person who has the char characteristics of patience, uh, and not just being patient sometimes. You know, like how we uh, sometimes we can get very impatient. Uh, we start being upset with a lot of things. But this person, you know, has the characteristics of patience. Uh, so what does this mean? Um, it simply means that when the person is facing a test, they are actually internally calm and collected. They will not complain nor show ingratitude with the tongue uh, and not being physical and pun uh, like punching the wall. If we put it in layman's terms, I think it's kind of like zen, you know, being, being zen about the whole test. Lah. So basically, the key to being patient is to be thankful for what we have. So I would like to talk about also patience, which is being mentioned in uh, Ayat 155, which states, And we will surely test you with something of fear and hunger and the loss of wealth and lives and fruits, but give good tidings to the patient. Uh, so in this Ayat, 
uh, Allah has mentioned that we will be tested through other kinds of trials and putting humans in situations of fear, which is uh, a threat of something happening. So it can be in the form of loss of assets, uh, jobs, or even children. Uh, so tests are presented to us as a way for Allah to see how we handle it. You know, we could be tested with something good or bad, but does it bring us to closer to Allah or pushes us away? You know, sometimes when we are tested with something like a blessing, like a risky, maybe uh, in the form of having, you know, being being blessed with, uh, let's say, inheriting a, a large amount of money, uh, we may not realize that uh, we are being tested with that amount of money. So, you know, when we get that large amount of money, what do we do with it? You know, do we gamble with it or do we um, donate the money? Yeah, so that in a way is also Allah's test to us to continue on. Uh, in the next ayat, uh, 156, is mentioned who, when disaster strikes them, say, indeed, we belong to Allah and indeed to Him we will return. So I, I, I believe that we usually recite uh, inna lillahi wa inna ilahi roji'un when we hear news of death or when we hear we have lost our possession. You know, however, we tend to attach ourselves to possessions, right? Like we own them. So when something happens to our possession, you know, like example, like they got lost or damaged, we become very angry and upset. Ustaz Noman mentioned that the reason we get upset is that we feel entitled to our possessions, when in fact they don't even belong to us in the first place. They are gifts from Allah. So how can we get mad over something that we don't own? We have to keep reminding ourselves that we own nothing because we ourselves are owned by Allah. So to make sabar easy, uh, we need to internalize because we acknowledge to Allah that we belong to Him. Ustaz Numan also mentioned, uh, he pointed out that in the previous ayat, uh, Allah mentioned uh, which is a direct command to Prophet Muhammad wasallam, to personally congratulate those who have sabar. What, what this means, so, um, when we have sabar you know, in our test, inshallah, Rasulullah will personally congratulate us. So basically, the difficulties that we face is actually Allah's way of reminding us uh, in our hearts that we actually belong to Allah. As I listened to the tafsir and then I did my reflection, right? I think personally for me, that one of the biggest tests uh, that I faced was in 2016 when, um, or rather, in fact, actually my whole family was tested when my sister fell seriously ill. So of, I think, of course, the first thing we asked is, why, you know, why us? Uh, but we, we reminded ourselves, nothing can happen without Allah's will. Uh, and what happened to my sister is also Allah's test for us to see what we could do in that situation. Are we going to just give up or are we going to ask her for a recovery? That test also brought us closer to Allah and also elevates our ibadah in that sense. We strengthen our ibadah. Yes, that's my sharing for this evening. Thank you, Ra, for the sharing. Uh, I want to add on that for Ayat 153, that is to seek uh, help through patience and prayer. I think Allah is giving you a sort of a formula uh, in life for how to uh, bring yourself through a crisis or chaos. And also, patience, patience. Um, when I was reading uh, Ibn Kathir's stuff here, he says that there's uh, several types of patience. Uh, there's three actually. One type of patience is avoiding the prohibitions and sins. So prohibitions and sins, for example, just a quick one, clubbing, alcohol, those are prohibitions. So we have the patience to not do it. And then the next one is uh, for acts of worship and obedience, just prayer itself. Are you going to make time for it? Are you going to have enough patience to make time for 
uh, ibadah. And then um, the last one, I think very relatable to the topic that we're discussing. Patience is required in the face of afflictions and hardships. I think the most crucial time of patience is when you are going through affliction and, afflictions and hardships. It, it just goes to show our characters in times of crisis. And also for Ayat uh, 155, and we will surely test you with something of fear. I think it's highly, highly relatable to what we're going through right now. He's testing us with coronavirus, COVID-19, and he's going to test us with something of fear. So it's it's how we react to it, and he's telling us how to go through it. All right, what are your thoughts, uh, Nat? I have had my fair share of trials, like my dad being in a hospital, struggling financially every month but alhamdulillah i mean despite all the trials i have managed to stay patient and um allah has answered my prayers because despite everything like alhamdulillah my dad is well now and like every month somehow i managed to survive like what i mentioned now with the trial of this virus going on um as much as, as it scares me because my mom works in a hospital and my dad also um has a lot of underlying problems. So he's one of those high-risk people. I'm always asking for dua and uh, it's a good reminder that we always need to put him more ibadah and turn to him even more and be patient. Inshallah, he will protect us. Even though, yes, we do get paranoid, but mentioned in the surah, we have to be patient. Inshallah, we will get through this. When it comes to, like, like what Farah and Nat also mentioned earlier, in this our current context, um, now that we have uh, this COVID-19 going on globally, you know, it's a pandemic. Yeah, we, we, we seek Allah's help in protecting us, but we also must, uh, we also must take initiative to protect ourselves. So we don't just, you know, like we don't just throw ourselves into the fire and then expecting Allah to help us without even, you know, making any effort to not get sick in that sense. So, so like what, so like I think for us also, we, we, we must remember that, um, we need to protect ourselves while at the same time seek Allah's help in making ease for our you know for our current situation and you know that the problem is um you know will will be over soon lah. What about you Ayn? Have you gone through recently anything that has tested your patience greatly and you just had to like take a break, breathe, be patient and then turn to Allah? Have you gone through such um situations? Mm. Yeah, I'm still practicing <laughs> sabah at every point of time. Just just half an hour ago, no lah, one hour ago. Macam mendugakan uh, keimanan aku. <laughs> no, because like, you know, I'm very explosive in the sense that I really cannot contain. And the thing is, I will like roll my eyes or I don't know, the immediate one is to, to scold the my loved ones lah but i think that's not right correct so i think going through this ayat when i got to see that it's about sabah then i realized that okay okay this is really a sign i really need to practice my sabah <laughs> with this covid 19 right i'm actually down for shn stay home notice looking at the bigger picture <laughs> i think it's a sign for me lah i mean i start i am given the time and uh for me to practice my ibadah so on top of that this is also another way of me because actually i'm also wondering you know with all this shn right i hear a lot of news about people not getting paid because uh, of the loa and the shn 
So I was I was keep wondering like okay I shouldn't complain about my PB because my PB was just out recently like uh it's lower than normal right so people are saying that eh um some uh people in the hotel industry are even worse because uh they are told not to get paid for two months you know so at that point of time ah uh, then I realized that okay okay I should have not like you no know, make this kind of thoughts and I should have been like. Not only sabar. The key to being patient is to be thankful for what we have. Our, ah, yeah. Things are bit difficult. Yeah, so I think that is also part of me being sabar <laughs> and be thankful <laughs> of whatever has been given to me. So I mean, I'm not really in a tight spot. So really, I have to be thankful lah. So this is really timely ah. Thanks, Raf, for bringing this into light. This today at this very moment because ah, uh, I must be reminded of my patience lah to you know to whatever is happening in my life right now <laughs> patience is something very i think it's something very basic ah uh, that that we we humans uh and it's some it's something basic that we should possess but it seems that uh everything must be fast 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 must be you know instant gratification that kind of thing ah, yeah, yeah 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 you know we are we are not happy about a lot of things even though we we are blessed with you know things that we 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 have now lah i think it's a timely also it's a topic that uh it's also very timely for me yeah it's also very apt lah for for me as well Patience goes hand in hand with uh, gratitude. Um, you can't have either one without both, lah. If you get what I mean, um, it's like you being patient is showing gratitude to Allah. Like, okay, I'm just gonna be patient. I'm not gonna complain. I'm gonna show gratitude. It goes hand in hand. And patience, uh, patience. Part of patience is also doing the right thing. Um, are you going to do uh something evil back to the person who has done evil to you? Uh. You're obviously not going to lah because you have patience. Ah, because you're believers. So yeah. difficult. So difficult. I yeah, it's you. very difficult. <laughs> and Ayn, do you know that um, you know one of the examples that uh the the, the video mentioned doing yeah. the right thing, huh? uh, is actually not downloading things illegally online. Oh man! So example, <laughs> so example like not downloading Microsoft Office illegally online because it's expensive. So we you know we wanted to find something cheap. <laughs> Oh, yeah. so that's part of it, is it? Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> die lah, die lah. You know, when we are working towards this, it's all our, apa tu nama dia? Pirating. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> tak ada. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's our jihad. Please, please delete that. Right. My jihad, you know, you know how hard is it to keep my mouth shut yeah, and not yeah, scold people lah. To, to, to. Alma, why they put that kind of, apa tu? <laughs> examples. So now that you know, yeah, download. I think it's back to what Ustaz Noman Lihan said that if we see ourselves as being owned by Allah, all our earthly possessions, we shouldn't care so much or feel entitled so much. So, like, let's say I'm stingy on my money because, and I don't want to spend it on Microsoft. <laughs> so you think like, uh, my money is Allah's money anyway. Oh. So, Maybe we just pay for that Microsoft software. <laughs> okay, okay, and something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and the work will be more. Uh, wow. Okay, and then to write on what uh Mirta said, patience is also an action of the heart, uh, tongue and limb. So if the heart acts on it, patience, um, the tongue will not follow. Or the, the tongue will follow suit. 
means like okay if you're gonna tell yourself okay uh, I'm gonna be sabar your tongue is not gonna spew out all the complaints all the bad words all the whatever you're planning to scold that person so yeah I think like Raf said you must internalize it yeah 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 thanks Raf for the reminder <laughs> it's a reminder for all of us okay but then back yeah. to yeah. ayat 156 right so what you're focusing on is actually is to uh saying when disaster strike us is it yes the this uh the the phrase itself actually makes by internalizing internalizing it according to ustaz noman uh by internalizing the phrase it actually makes sabar easy because we you know like he mentioned like i mentioned earlier we we get very impatient or angry when when something happens something that doesn't go our way um because we feel entitled to it but we don't realize that you know all this you know things that whatever we own uh whatever basically everything in this world or in this universe uh is being owned i know are being owned by Allah so you know we we belong to him you no know, we we need to internalize, internalize it lah. so i guess in a way it's sort of um i guess it's supposed to humble us yeah like everything in this world does not belong to us this morning i attended uh, a webinar by Aisha Shahira and it's uh, about uh, how you maintain a relationship with Allah it's basically talk to Allah so in her talk it, uh, she just emphasized on the fact that nothing that we do is without the uh, izin of Allah like you waking up for subuh on time or late that is because Allah chose you um you going for classes that's because Allah chose you so if um you're really actually very special Allah chose you to do ibadah so um we really need to macam uh, internalize that and feel like macam wow we are chosen to do this so when you're doing something do it with a full heart also lah nothing that we ever do is without the izin of Allah i have one more sharing guys sorry ah a lot from ibn kathir's tafsir as well it's about the uh, inna lillahi wa inna ilaihi rajiun right imam ahmad reported that um salama uh, um salama is uh, one of the prophet's wife uh, narrated uh, once abu salama came back after he was with uh, allah's messenger and said i heard uh, allah's messenger recite a statement that made me delighted he said no muslim is struck with an affliction and then says istirja istirja is the sentence that i just said just now when uh, the affliction strikes and then says oh allah reward me for my loss and give me what is better than it but allah will do just that so um salama said i memorized these words when abu salama died i said istirja and said oh allah compensate me for my loss and give me what is better than it i then thought about it and said who is better than abu salama when my ida ida is a period uh, of time before the widow or divorced woman can remarry uh, finished allah's messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam asked for permission to see me while i was dying a skin that i had i washed my hands gave him permission to enter handed him a pillow he sat on it he then asked me for marriage and when he finished his speech i said oh messenger of allah it is not because i do not want you but i am very jealous and i fear that you might experience some wrong mannerisms from me for which allah would punish me i am old and i have children so she said 
so the prophet replied, uh, as for the jealousy you mentioned, Allah the exalted will remove it from you. Uh, as for you, as for you being old, as you mentioned, I have suffered what you have suffered, and for your having children, they are my children too. So she said, I have surrendered to Allah's messenger. So Allah's uh, messenger, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, married her, and Um Salama later said, uh, Allah has compensated me with who is better than Abu Salama, which is our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So I think it's quite a very motivational story to me so you get tested you say that dua and then Allah rewards you with something even better than you can ever imagine hmm. because I you know macam kalau we you know we are not we we lost something that we so dearly love right we question like why is it taken away from us that kind of thing but we forget that you know Allah can also compensate us with something better um, I recently listened to one of Aida Azim's podcast and um, I think it was one of the Nabi stories. So what happened was this couple, they lost their child. Uh, like I think they had a miscarriage or that's no, no, not miscarriage. Their child died. But uh, the reason why Allah take the child away is because that uh, in the future when the child grows up, he's going to be a disbeliever. That's why Allah protect them protect them and protect the child. That's so that's why Allah took away the child from a very early age. So like um it's why Allah takes things from us is also to protect us. Agreed, hundred percent. It's like a hikmah yeah. lah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think it's the way we react to a, a challenge also. Like like let's say we are sick and then try not to doa like uh, please make me better, remove this sickness for me. But mm. instead like Praise Allah lah, and I know there's a stigma behind this, and it's a blessing. I, yeah, I go through it mm. because of you. Mm. you. Yeah, and going through it with patience. Correct. <laughs> because whatever problem we have, uh, isn't permanent uh, Because we ourselves are not permanent, right? And we will return to Allah. So I guess it put things into perspective. Uh, to worry about what really matters because if not if we don't put things into perspective, right? We mm. are going to focus on all the wrong things in life. And we are not seeing the bigger picture. Yeah. yeah, the larger problem, you know, the bigger picture. So I'm going to share my main takeaway from uh, this Tadabu session. Um, for me personally, I feel that prayer means putting full trust in Allah. Prayer relieves uh, all feelings of worry, sadness, uh, because I'm, I am reminded each time in prayer that Allah is the most powerful and He is the only one who can take care of my affairs. So in that sense, um, it brings about a sense of patience uh, in my heart uh, that I can hopefully try to practice and uh, inshallah make me a more patient person in the future. And um, I also find that having sabar in times of calamity will work out for me eventually. Because I don't want to say hurtful things when I'm angry. Having sabar, having sabar means I won't do anything rash or say anything to the detriment of my own self or others. I won't, I won't hurt people. That's for me. Uh, what about what about you, Nat? Okay. Um. Okay. So before we um learn about this ayah, I didn't realize that uh solat or prayer can actually strengthen your patience. So I think that is my biggest main takeaway because I thought solat is for prayer. It's just like when you are, it's something that you do five times a day. It's part of what is required, but it's not required. What is what you need to like what Allah has commanded you to do. So, um, yes, 
I learned that solar is would help strengthen our patients. I think um all of us with our patients every day be it like driving on the road or even with sickness and with all the trials in our life and that ayah the so I thought it applies only to when somebody passes away. But I to after today I realized that it's actually that everything belongs to Allah and nothing actually is uh, we own nothing. So, for example, if something is taken away from us we or we lose something, we shouldn't be disappointed. We should be thankful because these are all gifts from Allah. Alright, thanks, Nat. Uh, what about you, Mirta? Same as Nat, I feel what stood out was the part where we should say to, to Allah we belong and to Him we shall return. Like every time we face some tests and it just puts into perspective lah, that we are just we are just a servant of our world and he puts tests for us because he he loves us lah. yeah he loves us and he wants us to constantly look for him make taubas and everything he just simply loves us thanks mirta okay uh Ayn, what's your main I takeaway think, um I, I i realized that it's the feeling of entitlement that that will make you will help you lah to think that okay this is not mine this is uh, everything is temporary so I shouldn't I should be sabar and face whatever challenges uh, that is being faced right now uh, so on that also is to continue my ibadah in do my prayers keep doing on my prayers and also that helps with my sabar lah okay Raf what about you okay. last one you have a lot of takeaways. Yes, I have a lot. <laughs> but I know. Yeah, so, um, I mean, one of it is also um, about the solat. But I think I also like to um, mention about the... Initially, I think I mentioned uh, for the first uh, ayat, uh, asta'inu, the, the type of help, right? Which, I mean, when... You know, when if we just read the Quran, we will think that it's, oh, we just seek help from Allah and that's it. But it's a different type of help. It's, it's a very specific type of help. Um, that we should be uh, asking from Allah, and that includes our own um, our own initiative. So that means we are res- responsible to do the best that we can. But uh, ultimately, the end result it's up to Allah. Um, but we we just ask her to fix uh, the problem and uh, receive His guidance. Yeah. So I think that's one of my main takeaways apart from the salat, because uh, the others have mentioned about the salat. Right, I agree and 100% reliance on Allah. Okay, so we've come to the end of the Tadabu session for this week. Uh, we apologize that it's a bit late this week due to unforeseen circumstances. But if you enjoy our content, uh, don't forget to subscribe on Spotify, our Quran journey. Also, have a look at our Quran journaling that we do weekly on our Quran journey on Instagram. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum.